Welcome to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast with me, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. I'm here to share with you real life stories from high performing salespeople and business owners, as well as my own insights and learnings around what's working well right now in the sales world, telling things like it is without the sleeves. So welcome to episode one of the Selling Without Sleeves podcast. I am your host, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. Yes, that is actually my real name. I wanted to just take some time in the first episode to explain what this podcast is all about. So uh, my background is a little bit in sales. I spent, uh, well, 12 years in the corporate world doing all sorts of different sales, mostly in medical devices and pharmaceuticals, um, selling into the good old NHS and private hospitals. It was a really, really good opportunity to learn sales, understand sales, uh, and really um, cultivate my knowledge in that area. Cultivate, good word. Yeah, there was lots of opportunities for practice, lots of opportunities for trying new things. And I was really quite fortunate, actually, that I worked within a, um, it's quite a regulated industry. So it was quite strict. I was used to it being strict. I was used to having to to do things by the board. And so I think that was a really good starting point for me. I went into it uh, straight out of university having had no previous experience really in sales I was lots of waitressing lots of um, hospitality stuff but um, not actually technically sales although Pizza Hut did used to try and make me upsell my tables which was an interesting thing to try and get waitresses to do but you know it was my first experience of the real world it was my first proper job so I knew no different as you can appreciate the first job that you ever have, you don't you don't appreciate, you don't realise what's normal, what's not normal. I was speaking to uh, one of my mentors the other day, and we were saying that what you have in your first job, the experiences you have there, you just think that's normal. Um, all these weird and wonderful things they get you to do, all these weird and wonderful values they get you to chant, and all the marketing requirements, you just think that every company is like that. And it's only when you start moving around that you truly appreciate how different they all are, um, even within the same industry. So starting off in the pharmaceutical industry and medical devices, um, I then moved into teaching people how to sell. Um, So I went from being just field-based and selling myself into sales trainer roles, um, mentoring people who were just starting in the the industry, in the team. Uh, Then went into head office and I got a product management role, so within marketing. So all of a sudden I was doing more marketing stuff the team the sales team rather than me being part of the sales team they became one of my routes to market Uh, so they were an element to to manage and to motivate and to to get all fired up and sell to 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 develop the product that I was working on so that was a really interesting experience lots of role playing lots of testing um role playing and role playing and role playing and the suggestion of role play as anybody who's been in sales for any length of time, um, you know straight away it's not as exciting as uh, other people might think. Lots of role play, lots of practice, but um, it did get me in a position where I understood what you wanted from the team, how the sales team was used, what sort of language you wanted them to use and what the bigger picture was. I loved it. Um, The amount of investment that I got from that company was really, really great. Um, When I left, I was being mentored by the COO and they'd put a lot of effort into me unfortunately well fortunately I'd gone off and had a baby Uh, I thought that I would be one of those career people who was straight back into it five days a week uh, like nothing had changed but this little bundle of joy 
actually totally changed everything and really frustratingly everyone said oh you know this will change you and I was like no 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 it won't it won't change me I, I want to do well in my career I want to be a good parent but yeah within weeks I was like I, I can't go back to my role it's too demanding it won't fit with um, what I want to do as a parent and I got more and more aware of the sort of online world online business world um, my husband was uh, running a digital marketing company at the time and I was really aware of actually the opportunities online and the amount of what was so frustrating was the amount of people online who are really good at what they do but what they do isn't sales and marketing and there's all these sort of little hidden gems which as a you know as a consumer you can be really impressed when you found a hidden gem because it's you know it's an untapped resource it's things that other people aren't into but from their point of view from the actual business's point of view the hidden gem they're not actually getting enough revenue and they're certainly not getting the revenue that they deserve. These people are really, really good at what they do. It's just that the sales and marketing element they're not so good at. And there's there sat there looking at their com- competition who's offering an inferior product, who's offering an inferior service, and they're absolutely killing it. And they're like, why can't I have a piece of this pie? What is going wrong? So these are the people that I really love working with. And these were the people that really excited me about the online world. Uh, and you know, the opportunity to work with these people within or you know industries which weren't heavily regulated you know not saying that you could go mental with your claims but you could write stuff down you know you could say things and it might only be anecdotal information you know you didn't have to have trials and papers and clinical evidence it was it was so liberating um so I loved it. I really enjoyed. I spent some of my maternity leave looking into and helping people, seeing whether or not basically my business was viable. And then I made the plunge to, well, to to, to not go back, Um, which coincided with uh, getting pregnant with my second child, which was it was it's one of those things where your two lives are sometimes conflicting with what you want to achieve out of life, but you just have to make it work. Uh, So there I am, I'm setting up a business, I'm running workshops, I'm getting increasingly pregnant. And I'm, I really, really enjoy this online space. I've been so lucky to work with some amazing people. Um, I have some really amazing mentors, and one of which actually will be interviewed in episode two. Um, so look out for that one. And I've just, you know, thoroughly enjoyed um, my time working in this. So this podcast came about because I like talking to people about sales. I like encouraging people who don't necessarily think they're a natural salesperson, which I'm very, very keen to get rid of that idea that actually, you know, you can't sell. Salespeople are born. It's not something that you can learn. You you can learn it. You can definitely learn it. I've seen time and time again, people who, you know, they've come from very, very different backgrounds and they've they've absolutely killed it with sales because they've been a nice decent person who at the end of the day has their customer as their main focus if you can have that if that is your focus then you know you're you're so nearly nearly there already it does help to be a great communicator it does help to be a good judge of of other people yes of course that helps but you can still be without those things and do well in sales equally you can be an introvert and be really good at sales. I prefer teaching introverts how to sell than extroverts because extroverts, like myself, you have to interrupt 
get them to shut up and get them to actually listen. Whereas introverts are already doing the key thing that you need in sales, which is listening skills. And so it just makes your life so much easier. So this podcast is designed, I'm going to bring in different people uh, and interview them about their sales careers, about their sales tips, about their businesses. I'm also going to be talking around relevant topics right now um, to to give people an idea to help hopefully motivate people to go out and and sell their product better. So who's this podcast for? Well, it's really for people who are business owners, people who have to sell or want to sell. I'd like I like the want to sell guys. Um, but you know, people which actually have to represent their business, they have to get out there, they have to sell whether they like it or not. And I'm hoping that this podcast will help inspire you to get involved a little bit more and feel a little bit more passionate about it. There's lots and lots of negative connotations and I totally get it when it comes to sales. I get that there's the sleazy salespeople, there's the people which will sell you, you know, they'll sell their grandma if they can, they'll sell ice to the Eskimos. You know, they're they're there and all they're interested in is that bottom line and that generating that more income. Like times have changed from those sorts of scenarios. And I'm not saying there aren't around because there are a lot of people like that still around, unfortunately. But the emphasis on actually maintaining customers, retaining customers, maintaining relationships, building long-term relationships, because at the end of the day, it's expensive to acquire a customer. So the longer, the, the more, the longer you can work with that person, the more value you can provide to that person, the the higher their lifetime customer value. And therefore, you know, the, the the more of an asset they are to you. Um, so, you know, this whole sort of quick in dash, sell them something, run away. It, it's, it's quite false economy. And particularly when you're starting to look at marketing yourself, paid advertising online. I know from the agency that I run with my husband that, you know, it's not a case of, of being able to make sometimes like a lot of companies, they do not make money on the front end purchase because you know they've got that cost of acquiring that customer that cost of customer acquisition so it's it's a lot further on it's the second or third purchase you have to be decent at what you do to get that person returning that experience has to be good the product has to be good or you know you have to have something that other people haven't got and therefore people are able to overlook all your misgivings but hopefully you know your customer service is there you're retaining those people and come what may they will come back to you so working at the agency has given me I still do the sales for the agency I still had up the sales for the um, the digital marketing agency that my husband and I run together that's called full spectrum agency so digital marketing Facebook ads Google ads YouTube ads all that sort of stuff all online um, all increasing people's awareness cold traffic warm traffic retargeting yada yada I could go on and on um, can I do it absolutely no do I know the technical stuff no do I sell it yes do I know sufficient to sell it I'd say 80% of the time I know enough to close a uh, to close a deal on a retainer client without their technical knowledge. When there is a, a need for that technical information, you know, I get my husband involved, I get him talking to them, I get him talking to them through through things so that they understand the value that we can provide and the types of things that we do. So, I am still at the you know, in the face of of it of all this sales stuff i'm not somebody who only sells my sales training i'm not somebody who sold 10 years ago and has never been in that sort of environment since i'm in the online world i'm talking to people we're dealing with people booking in not remembering that they booked a call all those sorts of frustrating things that you get from from running cold traffic ads and warming those potential clients up um you know we run our own ads 
So I we are in the thick of it. And so I wanted to come from a place, I thought it would have value to come from a place where I am still selling, um, not my sales training, but digital marketing for our agency. And I think, you know, the, the sort of insights that I can provide from that and the experiences, the, the topics that we can cover um, using some of that material will hopefully provide an interesting podcast for people, an interesting conversation and hopefully a little bit of enthusiasm for the topic of sales and that feeling that actually you know what I can do this it's not as bad as it might seem so that's the aim of selling without sleaze is to encourage you all to be selling more without changing your personalities without becoming a bit of a a a-hole and being a genuine version of you in front of your customers to generate long-term customers so that your business can grow and you can have more and more happy customers so thank you for joining me on episode one i hope that insight has been useful to you and that you off the back of this will like to join me again and there's a little outro at the end um, which uh, tells you where to go and what to do and there is also my facebook uh, group that you can join the selling without sleaze group where we discuss sales in more depth i talk through i do a couple of lives a week and i talk through successes and challenges and do a q a about what we are currently doing and experiencing so thanks for joining me today take care and happy selling thanks for listening to the selling without sleaze podcast If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you are listening from to leave us a review. It's a good way for us to know what you like so we can create more of it.